Welcome in to Straight Up Sports. It's Devin Albertson, joined by Luke Sanders, as we haven't done this in a while. So we thought we'd come back out and uh, revisit a segment we did earlier before the season started um, about NFL quarterbacks and who we would take going into this past year. We're going to do the same thing going into next year instead of revisiting because um, we both made a couple mistakes, which happens. Quarterbacks play varied a little bit going year to year. So Yeah, I feel like there was a whole lot of um... – not to steal somebody's famous uh, segment, but a whole lot of where we were right and where we were wrong. And, uh, <laughs> it's fair. <clears throat> a lot of in-between, too, where you don't really know if we were right or wrong because stuff happened that is out of control of anybody. Mm-hmm. So, like A lot of quarterback play is dependent on his weapons, his line play, his play designer on offense. So a lot of that can change from yeah. year to year. Um, unless you are one of the elite of the elite quarterbacks and you just kind of – you can overcome some of that. Um but like my top ten from going to last year, I had Mahomes, Rodgers, Wilson, Luck before he retired, <laughs> uh, Big Ben before he got hurt week one, uh, Carson Wentz, Drew Brees, Brady, Ryan, and Rivers was my top ten. I so, had Mahomes, Brady, Rodgers, Brees, also Luck, Wilson, Roethlisberger, Rivers, Wentz, and Goff. Um, some of the old guys on that list did not help me out at all. <laughs> Well, Big Ben getting hurt in week one and then Luck retiring a week before the season started really kind of killed a couple of those in there. Yeah, but for sure the worst – still, even with both of those things happening, still the worst person in the top ten is Phillip Rivers. Yep, I had, I had Rivers at ten. Luck could come back. He'd be better than Phillip was this year. After not, I don't care if he's touched a football this year. He'd be better than that. And Ben probably could have played as well as Rivers did on whatever injury he had. Was it 20 CL? I can't remember exactly. Some Who? Roethlisberger. It was a shoulder, I believe. Shoulder, shoulder or elbow. It was a. It was an upper body. Injury. Something that keeps you out for a year. I don't yes. know. Um, I will say my note behind Rivers is worse than him, but ten. My note is might end up passing Breeze and Brady by the end of the year. So that was way wrong. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> so that was bad. Um, so <laughs> my wrote, my note for Big Ben was probably last year the top five quarterback. Um, which due to this injury, he will not be. Top five going into this next year, um, and just kind of uncertainty because he is what thirty six now, thirty seven. He's getting up there in age. Yeah, he's old. <laughs> he's old. He's, he's old and he's big, so it's he's hard for a body. On a few pounds this season, not playing. Yeah, it's hard for a body to with like Tom. His body looks better than it did when he was twenty five years old. TB twelve, man. But yeah, so like that's uncommon. Yeah, a couple guys that I had outside the top ten that. Um, more mistakes. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I had him at 12. I had him at 11. I yeah. did say could make a huge leap this year. Negatives or injuries in Tennessee throw 50-50 balls, which I think he cleaned up a little bit this year. And well, he stayed healthy. Here's one point, though. He does have – If I had DeAndre Hopkins, I'd throw some 50-50 balls, too. <laughs> yes. And their offense is different when Fuller is healthy. Yeah. But he's definitely proven he's going to be take a pretty good leap for me this year. Um, other guys, Jimmy Garoppolo, I had him at 15. He'll probably move up a little bit this year. I don't think he's been great, but I think he's made strides to be better. I mean, he's still a young core. He doesn't have a lot of starts on his belt. So. I think it's hard with Jimmy G because I don't want to say he's not good because I think he is, but I don't know he's good because he doesn't They don't ask show for him to be Superman. They're just like, hey, you just don't just like run the offense. Like to me, this is, this is going to scare a lot of people, but it reminds me of the really, really early Tom Brady. Okay. You I thought you saw some glimpses where he showed, wow, I can really do this. The moment's not too big for him yeah. in any situation, but he doesn't have to carry the team at this no. point because Kyle Shanahan is an offensive wizard. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And their defense isn't bad either. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> um, we're not worried at all about Sunday. Um, <laughs> um, other guys that I personally had too low, um, I'll say it. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, we we might have whiffed on that one a little. Where'd you have him again? Uh, I had him at 27, so I had him even higher than you did. I have him at 30. Below, um, I hate saying this, uh, Dalton, Flacco, Rosen, Allen. Oh. <laughs> I have him for Eli and Keenum, though, so there's that. I did have Eli last, so. <laughs> My comment for Eli was old and bad. <laughs> yeah, that didn't last very long. Jones started, was it week one or was it like week It three? was a couple weeks in there, and yeah. then I finally said, yeah, this is enough of that. Um, so that's kind of where we had a few of these guys. And some of these guys, they got hurt. Cam got hurt. Nick Foles got hurt, and then we came back and got benched. Um, so that definitely affects some things. Kind of I'd say ahead. our worst miss was Jackson, and it's not close. Oh, it's, it's definitely our worst miss. That's definitely – but I don't know how much higher I'm going to put him this year. All right, well, if you have him at 31 again, we're ending the podcast <laughs> and never doing another one. It was 30, and you're right. It's going to be much higher than that, but I still don't know if I am a 100% believer in Lamar Jackson just because I don't know if his style of play lasts long term. So maybe I'm just a hater with that, but I don't know. I don't think I he's think a hater. Him. I mean, that's a legitimate concern when you have a running quarterback because we've never seen one last for a long time. Like Vic would be Vic, the longest Okay, one. his got cut off for a reason that Lamar Jackson's probably safe for. I hope so. <laughs> you still didn't see it sustained for a long period of time. Yeah. Then you have people like RG3, who granted is the worst slider of all time. I don't even – he couldn't figure out how to slide for like his first time. Which is crazy because he's a super athletic dude. I don't know how you can't figure out how to slide. Like, And then Cam. Cam's a lot bigger than Lamar. Kaepernick. They ran the same offense. Yes. And so, like, that's my biggest issue for Lamar, and he got lucky this year because Roman somehow didn't get a head coaching job because I think he did the best job. I love the enemy. Greg mm-hmm. Roman would have been the first head offensive coordinator I gave a head coach job to. I think so, especially if you have a guy who can move a quarterback. Absolutely. Well, not even that, but, like. Well, I think he does really good with those because he knows how to scheme an offense to maybe make up for some deficiencies with their accuracy, but still get them easy throws so they look more accurate than they actually are. I think, to me, the biggest issue, the biggest thing with him is he makes an offense for the people he has. That's fair. He doesn't make the people that he has run his offense, and that's, like, a huge thing to me. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of offensive coordinators are so stubborn with their offense that they're like, we're going to do this, and you're, you're going to do this. You're going to learn how to do this. And Roman has taken Lamar Jackson, who has severe deficiencies as a quarterback, yes. and been like, hey, we're just going to run this, and you're going to get in space all the time, and you're going to feel good about what you're doing. We're going to get easy throws inside, which is like the only throw he can make. To a big tight end with a huge catch radius. Yeah. Like it's it's a really good designed offense for Lamar Jackson, so you got to appreciate that. And I was kind of surprised that he didn't get more um Yeah, it didn't seem like he had really a whole lot of um, offers. So that was kind of weird. Uh, but to me, one of the deals were him, Bienemy, and I think Robert Sala for the Niners are going to be the top – Head coaching candidates next year. You, to me, I don't like to get into all the politics of this, but if those, especially Solace and Bianami, don't get looks next year, if their teams are as successful as they were this year, yes, there's going to be like, all right, there might be some truth in this. Yeah, like, I definitely, it's just ridiculous at this point. That's as far as we'll get into that. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I think <laughs> you're if it goes another season like that, I think the part of the Bianami thing that I just kind of look at is it was his first. Which thing same happened with Nagy, so you kind of say one way or the other um, that it was his first year kind of calling plays, and Reed didn't make it obvious that he was calling plays until later in the year. Yeah, Nagy's a little different too because 
I feel like he had been more established before, yeah. and he's a quarterback. He's known as a quarterback guy, mm-hmm. which is a big difference. Yeah, he's known as a running back guy who's developing into working with the quarterback. Yeah. It's, it's a little different. And I think just one more year of, you know, Mahomes starting for 4,500 yards next year and, like, 30, 40 touchdowns. Like, he's going to oh, yeah, maybe we should give BNME a chance somewhere. Yeah. And honestly, by the time that Vietnamese was kind of coming up for which jobs he won, I didn't want him to go to Cleveland. I wanted him to go to yeah, I didn't want him to go to Cleveland. I wanted him to have an opportunity to succeed somewhere. So that's what I think part of it is maybe. The he, thing about Cleveland, though, is if you're a good coach, like if you're truly a good coach, that's a good situation. With Baker they need a good talent, leader. Yeah. Yeah. And if they had that, then. And Vietnamese is a guy who will not take any crap. No. I've seen him at training camp. He barks. Yeah, <laughs> he's. I, I like him a lot. I do. So. I do like I'm him. Glad that he's back him, with KC. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad about it at all. Um, so let's go to our quarterbacks for this year. Um, I think the top two for me is very obvious. With yeah, Mahomes it's and not Wilson. close. Yeah, no one's close to those two. Um, and the one difference I see here is Mahomes has an offensive mind who can design stuff for him to be great, and Wilson has to kind of go outside the offense because they're like, hey, we're going to run the ball with our four string running back all the time instead of giving you the ball. And that just kind of frustrates me for Wilson because I think he can do a lot of – he could do more if they let him. See, this is one thing that frustrates me a lot about football. It also frustrates me about basketball too in a little bit is that the NFL has too little player movement. Like Russell Wilson will play for the Seahawks for his entire career. Yes. Regardless of how the opportunities go and everything <laughs> else, it's just the way it works. They're going to franchise tag him yeah, the like, end of time if they have to. For real. And so, obviously, I think that the player movement in the NBA is a little ridiculous with how much everybody it's a little much. has power. But there needs to be a happy medium mm-hmm. in football to where people can be like, I'm going to go play for someone else now. You see quarterbacks, for example, Matthew Stafford, get stuck in a crappy organization for his entire career. You saw it with – you go back for like Carson Palmer, got stuck with Cincinnati for a oh long time. Yeah. He was very talented. He got stuck in Cincinnati. So it's just one of the deals where you feel bad for some of these guys because they are so talented and they get stuck in terrible situations. Yeah. Which I'm not saying Wilson's in a terrible – he's got a good head coach. No, he's got a good organization, but like – I think their offense needs some more creativity and to trust Wilson because he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I just don't get how you watch Russell Wilson every day (laughs) in practice and you're going to be like, oh, we're going to run the ball 25, 30 times a game. I'm like – why? Some of the throws he makes, like, mm-hmm. you remember the one to lock it in the corner this year yes. where it's, the NFL had the commercial, it was like a 16% Rolling catch. Rolling to his left just kind of flicks it 40 yards on the field yeah, to the corner like, of the end zone. Great catch, but just a tremendous placement with the ball. I'm Nowhere like, else could be. you're going to want to let him do that every play. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's just fantastic. And you can see it whenever they have to go into, hey, we have to throw the ball now. Russell Wilson just shines. He's like, I'm just gonna make a play now. Like, good luck stopping me. Like he, like Seattle had no business being the Niners in San Francisco earlier this year, but Russell Wilson is so great, he led them to that win. Yeah, like they should, they almost beat the Niners twice this yeah, year. Yeah, they because, were one delay of game penalty away from yes, winning that game. Like that's how good Russell Wilson is. They had a roster that was on level with like Green Bay's, who I don't, who also thought was a little bit overrated, and they went toe to toe with the best team in the NFC twice. Yeah, and then went and ro- won say, a road playoff game. Wilson does have more weapons around him than Rodgers does. That's fair. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because Lockett's really good, in, um, as is Metcalf. Yeah, Rodgers has one person to play the ball to right now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, one, two, Mahomes, Wilson, that's pretty obvious. Um, Mahomes is kind of like a duh. For like, the record, the way I did this is you're putting QBs in a vacuum. If you did like a draft next year, this is okay. the order I would draft that's in. Fair. Because I think that Lamar Jackson in his current system – 
would be in that two to three range. But if I'm another system, he might be in the 12 to 13 range. So That's I don't fair. have him in that top three right now. I just want to clarify that before we I like it. went all into this. So who do you have at three? I have Watson. Me too. This is weird. <laughs> I don't like it. I just think he's so much more talented than – so to me the top four are talent – and maybe five with Rodgers. I don't know where he's at right now. So I have Mahomes, Wilson, Watson, Wentz, Rodgers. Is that what you have? Top four, yeah. I, I put Breeze about Rodgers right now because I don't know. Fair. It's close. Okay, but anyways, to me the top four, maybe Rodgers still if he still has it. You couldn't tell really this year, but it's because so there's so few weapons around. Mm-hmm. I think that it's a weapons issue. But they're so much more talented than everyone else. Yes. And the only difference between Watson and Wentz to me is that Watson's been healthy more than Wentz. Yes. And I'll give Carson Wentz a ton of credit for leading the Eagles to the playoffs this year. I know the division was terrible, but his team was his on, team was like, in the hospital. Backup backups. <laughs> like his entire team was on IR. Like, like everyone talks about Russell Wilson being on his fourth running back. Well, Wentz was on his fourth receiver, his fourth tight end. <laughs> okay, not tight end. Ertz was healthy most of the year, but fourth lineman in some scenarios. Like their defense was all banged up. Like they were a shell of a team and they still went and That's a lot of credit to Peterson too. Yes. So I like Carson Wentz a lot still. I still think the Dak Wentz debate is dumb because Wentz is a lot better, even though Dak has been more. If you put Wentz at this on, point. this is the difference to me. If you put Dak on the Eagles, they don't make the playoffs. If you put Wentz on the Cowboys, they're probably they might be going to Super Bowl. Right yeah, now. <laughs> like they're like a Super Bowl contender. I'd say they're the second best team in the NFC right now. They would have been right there, especially with the Niners, Saints, and Cowboys would have been right there yeah. in the top three. But instead, they're a about 500 team. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it is. Like, Wentz is just that talented. Like, you can't see it on your TV. I just – I can't. I can't teach you. <laughs> so, yep, I have Breeze 5, Rogers 6. I have Garoppolo 6. Okay. I didn't know where to put Garoppolo. I – like I said, I it, I haven't seen him do it, but I've seen him do it in spots to make me think that if he had to do it, he would do it. Plus – a big thing to me for QBs is how are you when the pressure's on? And I know that Garoppolo is good at that. Like, he's had moments this year where, like, okay, this dude's clutch. He can take over a game when he needs to. I mean, for example, the Saints game. He dropped 45 on them. He was very good. And that was when the Saints were playing really good defense at that yes, point. Yes, they were. That was the game where the defense for the Niners was being outgunned by the Saints at the time, and he had to make plays, and he did on the road in a really tough environment. That's a, yeah, it doesn't get much harder than New Orleans. No, that place is loud. So, um, and the Saints always play really well at home. So that was a good win for him. Um, and his whole thing getting to San Francisco with Belichick just giving up a two for him is just that's still wild to me because he was yeah. There had to be two. some. He wanted to make sure Jimmy Garoppolo went somewhere to succeed. That yeah. way he could be right about him. I think that's part of it. I do too, but I don't buy that. I think that that's all San Francisco acted like they were going to give him. Because I don't buy that he was like, no, I'm not going to take extra picks so you guys are better. Because Belichick still wants to win. Like, Well, from what I've heard from a few national guys who, like, I listen a lot of John Middlecalf. He's a guy out of San Francisco. And what he's been told was Belichick just kind of called him. Because, like, they talked in the offseason about maybe acquiring Garofalo, and Belichick told him no way. And, like, halfway through the year, he called Kyle Shanahan and was like, a second Garofalo is yours. And Kyle peed himself, went on to John Lynch and said, hey, can we do this? <laughs> like, yep. And they did it. So that's just what I've kind of heard from, like, the national guys. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think that at any point Belichick was like, I could get a second and a third, but I won't do that because 
I don't want them to give up more because that's, that's what fair. Colin gave that take. That's fair. And to me, that's just stupid. He's a coach. He's a winner first. Like he's getting, if he knew he could get a second and third, he would have been like, give me a second and a third. Yeah. So I think he would have charged someone like Cleveland more. There's than, also an AFC NFC factor to that. Um, I just, A, he probably felt betrayed a little bit. He's like, I know what I'm doing. Let me do it. But I feel like they both won because, I mean, Belichick did get another Super Bowl out yeah. of it. So. Yeah, the in the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. It's a win-win for each team. Okay, so who do you have after Jimmy? I have six? Jackson. You got Lamar Jackson there? That seems about right. I didn't know how far high I wanted to put him because I just don't know. Like, I just – I have a trouble with inaccurate quarterbacks. Yeah. I know he had a high completion percentage this year, but I think a lot of that was scheme and not his actual accuracy. Well, you saw in the playoffs – where I thought it would show is he was inaccurate in spots and it just happened that Tennessee was there for it to make him pay. The one to I I cracked up. I was watching the playoff game and he threw the one, I think it was to Andrews. It was one of them big tight ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all go together to me. Yeah, they're all huge. And he missed him. I mean, it was not a terrible throw. And <clears throat> Andrews jumped and tipped it off the end of his fingertip and then BR caught it. And then the announcer was like, Oh well, that was his bum ankle. I'm like, we are finding every excuse for Lamar Jackson being that's accurate fair. out here. Like, and I get that's I get his receivers were not great in the playoff game, but also when you have a guy like that, he has to make more accurate passes in those situations because it is the playoffs. Like it wasn't just like they were dropping it because it was right in their chest. It was a little Behind outside, them. a little like it, it wasn't a great pass. It was still a semi-accurate pass, but it was also it's the same ones that we sit there and. We, I think that announcers make a lot of excuses for Mahomes, too. I think it's actually mostly just like they forgive quarterbacks all the time, and they're like, oh, the receiver has to catch that. And I hold Mahomes to a really high standard. So he misses a guy like three inches behind him. I'm like, Mahomes, be better. Like, <laughs> stop. Like, Mahomes, basically you make that play in your sleep. Like, come on now. You're so Like, there was that. a couple of – I thought that the drops the first playoff game, the first couple were like, okay, like you got to catch those on-the-money throws. The one to Demarcus Robinson, the slant – I don't blame the Marks Robinson at all. I was, want that, was, everyone, that his, was that his second drop? Yeah. Okay. I want everyone out there that booed Marcus Robinson for dropping that ball to go out there and catch that ball. Well, I think they were so mad about the first drop, and they just kind of like they saw it happen again with the same guys. So. Yeah, well, you know, that the, that thing came literally like 150 miles an hour and did not need to be thrown that hard. <laughs> like, no one no one that booed him is catching that. I promise you. Well, that's, that's no joke. 150 miles an hour, and it was a little wobbly, so like, that thing's like doing all kinds of spinning stuff, you know. You have no idea where it's coming. I know it's completely irrelevant, but I just think that Lamar Jackson's just a little bit inaccurate enough that when it comes to fitting the ball in tight spaces, he's just not good enough at it. And maybe he'll get a little better. I mean, he was a better passer this year than he was last year, so he can still improve. Like his accuracy did get better. It still wasn't great, but it did improve. It did improve, but I just – to me, you either have that or you don't. Like I've never really seen anyone develop – complete accuracy over a career. That's something you can make it better, but you're not going to go from a 60% to a 70%. You're I'm not going to go from like, I'm an average accuracy to Drew Brees. Like it's just not, that jump is not going to happen. The only way you can do that is if your mechanics are terrible. And Lamar Jackson's mechanics are actually pretty solid. His footwork's questionable sometimes, but his arm mechanics are good. All right. So who do you have after Lamar? Lamar was what? I got Brady at eight. Brady wasn't good this year. He was good. He was not. He threw for 4,200 yards, had 24 touchdowns and eight interceptions. The one thing that Brady needs to be good, and it's not weapons, he's had 
un O line. Yeah, and his O line was awful. They were terrible. Brady was and his receivers weren't good enough to get open in one and a half seconds like they have been in the past. So you have to have one or the other. He just wasn't good this year. Like he just You can give me the playoff game. That's the only game I feel like he wasn't good this year. He was not good versus Mike. He was not good in most of the games early in the year. Their defense just suffocated teams. He still threw for 4,200 yards. So you tell me how he wasn't good most of the year and threw for 4,200 yards. That's just, first of all, that system is really good. I'll give – like their system is very good. And I get I get tired of the weapons argument with Brady because his weapons weren't that bad. He didn't – he had better weapons than Rodgers did this year. He had more confidence. Yes and no. He didn't have Adams, but he had more competent weapons at more places. Yes. Nah. Yeah. No, because I'd take Jimmy Graham over any tight end the Patriots had by a long shot. Jimmy Graham wasn't. He was better than anything the Patriots had at tight end. Okay, okay. Well, who they have? Ben Watson or whatever? Yes. That's <laughs> he was old. Yeah, not okay. Good. I'm not saying Jimmy Graham's great, but he's better than that. Aaron Jones is way better than any running back the Patriots have. Yeah, but the way the Patriots use their running backs is different. Like, they have – they're all in their okay, little niche the pa- roles. Like, they're not bad. Like, he had three decent running backs. But the league. Packers have Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is very good. I'm not going to disagree with that. And Rodgers used him well in the passing game, too. And then Devontae Adams is single-handedly better than the top three Patriots receivers. Yeah, but if you just have one good – I'd rather have three solid receivers than just one great receiver. Because you can, the defense can take away one guy better than they can. I wouldn't take three. the Packers top – the Patriots top three over the Packers top three. I think Rodgers couldn't trust any of his receivers besides Adams. And Who could the backfield. Tom Brady trust? He could have chosen receivers a little bit. And Keel, he, Harry also was Brady's, terrible at the beginning. He did sure. step up towards the end yeah, of the year. Yeah, he was hurt in training camp, so he never got on the same page as Brady. Yeah. So, okay, you can't give me that. You have Edelman, who looked like a shell. Like, if you think Brady looked like a shell of himself, Edelman looked even more like a shell of himself. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't good. Dorsett? He had Antonio Brown for one game. That worked out pretty well. Also, I think Brady's arm strength has gone down, so it limits him a little bit. I do agree with that. So that's why I haven't. Like, I just don't think. He's, but that just happens. Like, well, I know that's why I have Breeze at nine. His arm strength is not near what it used to be either. I would take Breeze over Brady going to twenty twenty. I the only difference to me is I think they're literally exactly the same, but Brady knows he's going to play and Breeze does not. That's the only reason that I took Brady ahead of Breeze. I can see. I think Breeze is coming back, so I'm not too worried about that. He just doesn't sound sure. Like when you you hear the interviews and like you know you're like yeah he's probably but it's it's not 100 percent Brady's like I'm gonna be here I just don't know where that's a whole that's I, a, that's, that's, that's a whole other conversation there with the, the Patriots and what because I think I think if it was up to Bill he'd move on try to go somewhere else but I think Robert Kraft will have a lot to do with that so keeping trying to keep Brady I want Brady to go on I want Brady to go somewhere else because a the Patriots are not going to fix all those problems we just talked about. They can't fix the O-line and the weapons and keep their defense where it's at. They don't – it's there's, a salary cap league. There's too many moves that have to be made to all that happen. That's fair. I won't, there are a couple of scenarios that I think are really, really interesting. The first one that would be the most fan interesting is Miami. Now, I don't think Tom Brady's stupid enough to go there <laughs> because they're so far away. Yeah. But if Brady went to Miami and they – somehow made the playoffs, won the division, and beat the Patriots in the playoffs, that would be the coolest story in the NFL in a long time. All right, not realistic. Though. Miami's terrible. Okay, Tampa Bay, that's the one that I really, really like for them. They'd have to fix their offensive line quite a bit, they too. they got some good receivers, though. But their weapons, they wouldn't have to change a thing. Like they got Godwin, Evans, and um, Howard. O.J. Howard. Yeah, they got some good weapons. And they would be kind of perfect, too, because they're in that 13 range. 
So they could draft a quarterback that they like that's not quite ready and have Brady teach him for a year or two. Like, if you bring in Brady right now, to me, it's a two-fold thing. You're like, you're playing for two years. This is a two-year contract, and that's all you get. That's all you're going to get here. And two, if you're coming here, you have to teach this young guy. Like, you're not Jimmy G and him. You're not Mm -hmm. withholding stuff. And if he says yes, I think Tom Brady would be a hit for anybody. That's fair. I think Tampa would be a – but I don't know with Bruce Arians who likes to chuck the ball down the field – if that's a great systematic, I think he would make it work. With I was going to say Bruce Arians is but, smart enough. He'd be like, "Hey, we're going to run more short stuff." But I think that Brady can make the deep throws. I just don't think he can consistently do it all the time. Like he's forty-two. That's that's not that's that a is, real thing. That's why I have him lower on my list. But I still think, okay, well, we'll get and see who you have ahead of him. Like that's the biggest thing to me. I'm not very high on any of the rest of the people on my list. I, they all have issues to me. That your Matt Ryan slander still gets me. So I don't like Matt. I, I know you don't he's like just Matt. Average, Ryan. and I think at this point he's better than Brady. You could make that argument. I wouldn't say that you're wrong. I just would rather have Brady. I want a guy that is clutch in the playoffs, not blows a twenty-eight-three lead in the Super Bowl. Because I had Matt Ryan just below Brady going into this past year, and I know the Falcons started out the year just terrible. It's really hard to gauge where Matt Ryan's at right now. Just like, terrible. That's just where I'm. I at. think they, but they played it play well. He saved Dan Quinn's job on the stretch, so. There's that. Yeah, which so. might have been a bad thing. He should have probably just tanked and <laughs> let him get fired. So, so you had eight Brady, nine Breeze. You had – let's see. Well, I haven't really said mine since. So I had five Breeze, six Rogers, seven Jimmy G, eight Ryan, nine Lamar. I got ten Stafford. I got ten Cousins. I have Cousins right after Brady at 12. See, I, I thought about it and I just like I, – I Cousins finally won the big one. That's fair. And then he ran into the absolute juggernaut of the 49ers. You cannot hold him. And when you game. take a running game away from Kirk Cousins in the big game. Not only take a running game away, but. Completely. Okay, different. so I watched. When they picked the pass off to Thielen, I think it was a seven-point game. Mm-hmm. That was the worst route I've ever, I've ever seen Adam Thielen, Thielen run. Yes. Like the, the Sherman interception? Yeah. Whether, where Sherman ran the route for him. and then Thielen Whether Thielen thought that he was not going to throw it there, because I'm assuming that there was a different read to be made, which is probably fair like Sherman's on Thielen he's got inside leverage you don't throw the curl route that's yeah. on Kirk Cousins but like Thielen gave no effort to get in there and that's fair. get rid of the ball like that's fair so that was weird to me but I think the game went downhill from there yes it did, absolutely did because at that point Niners got a lead you can't really run the ball or try to get come back no and so then we have Kirk Cousins trying to that's stand back he, there with Nick Bosa and all those guys coming at him like good luck the throw he made in the Saints game, is one of the better throws in a clutch moment I've seen in my life. Yes. Who do you have? Okay, so that's my top 12. Who do you have? I have Ryan at 11, Stafford at 12. Okay. Stafford is weird because he did get hurt again this year. Uh, but you saw the Lions after Stafford got hurt, and it was ugly, which I know it was like David Blau. Yeah. But, like, I saw Matt Stafford in that Chiefs game, and he was absolute money. So I will actually keep Ryan out of this list. I think from 12 on, I have a legitimate concern about every single one of these quarterbacks. And some of them is that they're young. Like, that's yep. a lot of them. It's like, I just don't know yet. So, like, 13 Allen. Like, that's probably higher than most people have him, but mm-hmm. he's just young. He I has would, all the talent that you want in a quarterback. Literally I anything would you probably want. take Dak over Allen. Da- I have Dak at 14. Okay, so it's a, it's a close discussion there. But, like, they're both in the same kind of – I think that Allen is probably more talented, but I think Dak has a much higher floor. 
Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> but the ceiling like the for ceiling. Allen's much higher. I like the ceiling because so. <laughs> to me, Dak is exactly what Dak will be for the rest of his career. He's never going to really shrink down. He's never really going to grow. He's just – I mean, he threw for almost 5,000 yards. Did he crack 5,000? I, I think it was like 4,900. But um, – yeah, we've got to be getting close to the end of like the first part. Yes, we're getting close here. So let's get the 15, then we'll take a quick break okay. and come back. So um, so you had 13, 14. Who was your 15? Golf. And it's – I just – He's kind of by default. <laughs> yeah, like to me he's been the most successful out of the rest of the people, so I had to put him – because he's had the moments where you're and like – And when he's, he's really on, good. he is absolutely – he's a clean pocket. When he's on, he's top is 10. absolute money. We guys, any type of dirty pocket or any type of – Thing goes wrong with the running game, like he shrinks fast. Yeah, and for me, I blame the Rams general management more for Goff's decline this year because that line you had a great line, then you're like, hey, we're going to spend all this money on defense, and then your defense is still going to be really bad, and you're going to give up 50 sacks. Like, I don't know if that's a real number. I'm just making stuff up, but they were their offensive line was terrible. Their left guard was literally like trash. Wait, he was not good. So, um, did you have a 15? I ended up putting after Cousins at 12, I put Dak, Goff, Allen. So we were the same, but backwards. It's kind of inverse with it. Um, I'm kind of still torn on some other guys, which we'll get to after a quick break. All right, we're back. We just went through the top 15 quarterbacks that we had. We just finished off. I had Josh Allen at 15, and you had Goff, I believe. Yep. Um, 16. I'm kind of going out on a little bit of limb here. Um, only one year starting, but I got Kyler Murray. I have him at 17, so to me that's not crazy. Um, I have Derek Carr here, and I have a comparison that's going to make you a little – it's going to grind your gears a little. Derek Carr is Alex Smith 2.0. He's not as mobile. He's pretty that, mobile. He's not as mobile. Well, Alex Smith was – Smith had some wheels. Carr probably has a better arm, too. When he shows He doesn't it. use it. Like, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Hey, Alex Smith, his last year start for the Chiefs, was the best downfield passer in the league. Part of that is, yes, he had Tyreek Hill, and you just throw it up deep and yeah. just taste it. And he had Tyreek Hill, and not to mention a non-scouted Tyreek Hill. It's fair. But he was still, at that so, time, was the most accurate but, deep ball passer. But my argument for Alex Smith was never that he was a bad deep ball thrower. It was that he wouldn't throw the deep ball. It's fair. So, he, he finally did that year. So, But to me, that's, that's exactly who Derek Carr is. He's going to not lose you a whole lot of games. He's... A little more turnover prone than Alex was too in that way, but he also like he just plays like Alex did. A lot of checkdowns, like checkdowns, check really consistent for the most part. Just never really does enough to wow you, but you're always just like, I don't really want to get rid of him until I have something better, and it's so hard to get something better because he keeps you at like that eight and eight range. Yeah. Like he kind of just they go seven and nine. <laughs> he kind of just keeps you in that lane where yep. you're like I can't get to greatness but I can't but he's not bad enough to just flat out get rid of like no. he's so I have him lower because I like some of the upside of some of the younger guys I understand that too that thought process so that's where I went I just went on a run of young guys here between 16 and 19 okay so you have I have Carr Murray you have Murray then who do you have Sam Darnold I like him a lot whenever he was after he came back from mono the Jets went six and two down the stretch I believe it was maybe five and two, six and two. They were decent in the stretch. The one bad game he had was against the Patriots, and he was seeing ghosts, which can happen when you're a young quarterback playing Bill Belichick. Yeah, you can't really hold that one against no. him. So I like Sam Darnold a lot. I think to me, I just need to see talented. more accuracy from him before I. 
Like there are Jets also so he, our team without Robbie Anderson. They don't have a whole lot of. Oh weapons. no, they're bad. Uh, like we had the whole Patriots <laughs> Packers. I would take both of those teams' receivers over the Jets weapons. Yes. So there's that. Especially but. the way Le'Veon Bell played this year. Yeah. And I definitely take both those other teams' offensive lines. Even though I talked about the Patriots' offensive line not being very Jets good, not good, still better than the Jets. <laughs> so I think Sam Darnold has a lot going against him with the guys around him, but he still played okay. Like he showed enough promise for me to put him above some other guys who are. A little bit older, but don't have the promise that Darnold can take the next step up higher. So that's where I put Sam at. I think 17. that's another part of that conversation like we had with uh, Dak and Allen. His floor okay. yep. is lower. Mm-mm. Yeah, he can Darnold's definitely floor out. is really low, but his ceiling's really high. Yeah. So I don't disagree with that one. I have 16, Murray 17, and then I have Jones at 18, and I have Darnold at 19. I liked, Dan- I liked what I saw from Daniel Jones just a little bit more than what I saw from Darnold. I am not as high on Daniel Jones. I just like not even close. Really, I don't. He didn't do it for me. I don't know what. Maybe I didn't watch enough Giants games this year, but I don't. Well, that's fair because they weren't (laughs) on TV a whole lot. But like, what I liked about him is he came into a situation that was essentially unwinnable. A, they were not going to win a lot of games. B, he just got played for a guy that was really a fan favorite in New York. Everyone loved Eli. Now I think most people were finally ready to be like, "All right, Eli, sit down. Like you're good," but like. You have to come in and replace that guy that's still a two-time Super Bowl winner, two Super Bowl MVPs, and you know you're going to be bad. Oh, yeah. And then on top of that, like two weeks into starting, your best player, Saquon Barkley, gets hurt. And another comment about no weapons. Like, it's funny how all these quarterbacks that we put down on this list, you keep talking about how bad their weapons are. But Daniel Jones, when they're healthy, the Giants had pretty decent weapons. They all got hurt. But they were not healthy for a long stretch of this year, and he still performed. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So, like going through that adversity, even as young as he is, that's a big thing that won me over. Um, and he's got all the arm talent too. Mm-hmm. He's athletic. He's he's got everything you want. It's just all these people really is. Some of them have a lot of what you want. Can they put it all together? It's if you like their flavor of ice cream or not. It's pretty much at this point because they're all like they, they all got something mess. where it's like, all right, this guy doesn't do this, and it's a big flare in his game, and. To me, Daniel Jones is just – he's young. He made a lot of bad throws that ended up in interceptions. Mm-hmm. But, like, some you people saw that, some people don't. What was his first start where he came out and just lit it up? Like, he was very good. And then oh, he yeah. Kind of, he tailed off of that because the weapons weren't great. And he just kind of – And uh, your first game, it's going to be one way or the other. It's going to be really good. No it's film. Be like, they don't have a whole lot. They don't know what you're going to do in the NFL. Like, they just don't know. Yeah, and to me, Daniel Jones is so NFL – I don't – how do I say this? Like, I don't mean average and, like, average, but, like, it's so consistent with what the other, rest mm-hmm. of the NFL is doing that it's not – he's not going to go from really bad – really good to really bad because they get film on him because it's just consistent with what everybody yeah. else is doing. It's just going to kind of gradually stay the same. Um, I still like Baker a little more than Jones at this point, and I like the upside of Drew Locke. That's why I had those two. What number are we at? Well, I just went 18-19. Okay, so I had Darnold at 19. And you have Locke at 19? Yes. I have Locke at 20. Okay. I'm also not as high in Derek Carr, so that's why I have him a little farther down because I just don't think he's very good at this point. Well, I just don't know where to put Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Darnold is the one that could really jump this year. Yes. So you having him higher than me does kind of scare me a little bit. But I feel like Jones, <laughs> I could, I feel like Jones could jump too because he's going to have all those weapons if they come back healthy. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to make a couple picks on the offensive line. Hopefully, if the GM's not dumb, and then 
Defensively, they showed glimpses where they're good and they're bad. I don't know what they are defensively, so you'll see. Yeah. Um, Locke scares me a lot being in our division, though. Like, if we're going to get onto that one. Yes. But the one game he played in the Chiefs, he was playing in a snowstorm. I don't think that in the first couple of years it'll be a real issue. Um, but once they get some more stuff around him, because he's got – right now they have Cortland Sutton. He's and very he's good. really good. And they got Philip Lindsay, and he's really good. But outside of that, their weapons are very mediocre. They got – Fans are tied in. He's been kind of a – He's been up and down. He's a rookie. He'll yeah. probably put it together. But, um, yeah, I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, that's not great. And he's he is a Mizzou guy going to play for the Broncos. He was, and I'm not a Mizzou fan. I was huge on Locke coming out of college. I thought he was going to be the best quarterback in that draft. And he was taken in the second round. Yeah, yeah. I thought so, he would also move up because he's he's that combine guy. Like he's got the arm. He's got he's mm-hmm. big. Like, but of course Elway took him. Yeah, you know? Elway likes the big quarterbacks. So, uh, yeah. So I had Locke at 19. Who'd you have at 20? Locke. I just said that. Okay. Who'd you have at 20? He was hurt this year, but I still like his talent, even though his he has some accuracy issues in Cam. I might, oh. have, I might have Cam way too high on this, but I still like what he can bring. Well, to according the to my list, you have him way too high. You probably have him closer to 30. <laughs> so my problem with Cam isn't anything about him. It's that if I were the Panthers, I'd for sure move on. Who are they going to have? Who are they going to get? I think they'll. I think that they will take one of the quarterbacks in the draft. To me, where, Brian, where are they picking? Seven? They might have to trade up, though. They might, but they will. Yeah. They I have mean, to. you know uh, Tepper. Yeah, he won't be. He'll be. He won't be shy about nothing. Yeah. And they got rule with Joe Brady, so they'll try to get it. So, to me, right now, that's my problem is I'd rather have Herbert at seven than Cam Newton right now. Not that yeah, Herbert's probably better I just than have Cam I just don't know what to even think about the guys coming out this year. Like I have them included in my list, actually. Yeah, I know. I know you do. I'm just really struggling with Herbert, Tua, Burroughs. And Tua's kind of Tua's even, not on this list. because Tua's I even weird because it's a hip injury. You don't know when he's coming back. I, I do not think Tua will play next year. He is not on this list. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair. I think, it's not that he's not better than some of these guys on this list. I just don't think that he'll come back that soon. I think Tua's the best quarterback coming out, but his injury thing will scare teams off. I do not think he's the best quarterback coming out. I do. And the person I think is the best coming out is I not do. who anybody else thinks is the you best. The Utah State out. guy. Yes. Bryce Love. I do like Burrow, too. Like, I think Burrow's right there. Bryce Love, now not on the same level, but reminds me of Mahomes a little bit to where he's got all this talent and he just doesn't – like, no one really has seen him play in college a lot. Like, Mahomes went to Texas Tech, so that's a little different, but nobody watches the Big 12 and they're like, oh, that's a great quarterback. They're like, yeah, the defense sucks. Like, yeah. That's what it is. And he played at Texas Tech where quarterbacks always put up big numbers. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, another anybody, another Tech quarterback at Graham Harrell put up big numbers. I was going to say, anybody remember Graham Harrell's <laughs> yeah, career? No, me neither. <laughs> so he's OC at USC, though. Okay, um, so speaking of that, I actually have him at 21. I have Love at 21. Wow. And to me, a lot of that is just upside. Upside. <laughs> I don't like what I see from most of the rest of the quarterbacks on this list. I mean, because you have a group here that I have with, like, Bridgewater, Big Ben with his injury coming back, Tannehill, Carr, I don't even – okay, hold up. I forgot about Bridgewater. Like, I like Bridgewater a lot. I think he played pretty well filling for Breeze this year. Let's fix it. (laughs) (laughs) He'd probably be – he'd be either right before Love or right after Love. Like, that's – that area. uh, Okay, so you're 21. I have Love. You have – Bridgewater. At 22, you have – I got Big Ben. I dropped a lot from my last year's list. I think if he comes back healthy and 
rejuvenated kind of. I think he was getting kind of burnt out. I think he comes back this year and plays better. All right, so I put Roethlisberger at 33. That's where I would take him going into next year because I don't know anything about an elbow injury and you're old. And you're... But I said if he's completely healthy when he returns, he probably moves up to like the 13 range for me. I just kind of split the difference. Yeah, I so that's I pretty, my bids. pretty similar. Um, at 22, is that where we're at right now? Yeah, that's I put Big Ben at 22. I have Baker Mayfield. I mean, that's fair. I, just, I can definitely see the range for Baker between 15 any, and 25. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> anywhere because it's tough to tell if it was really he's good and Kitchens is bad or Combination he's of both. average and Kitchens was bad. That's it's fair. one of the two. Like, he's, yeah. he's, You can't be great and be that bad in a system, but you can be average and have a terrible system and make Especially it Especially with the weapons they had. Yeah, and to, but a big thing with that too is – in football, it doesn't matter how good your weapons are if you have one point one seconds to throw the football. Mm-hmm. Well, and a, and a scheme too, but their offensive line played really bad. Yes, and Baker's not an athlete. No, he, so he was definitely a guy that people thought would maybe could move around a little more. He can't move around because he can get cut down by D linemen. Like he's that, just not, he's just not elusive enough. It's not that he's. I don't think it's that he's elusive enough. It's that he's small. He doesn't want to get out there and get in open space and get smacked. Well, I think people, when they saw him in college, they thought, well, maybe he could be like a Russell Wilson. Like, he's not that type of oh, athlete, no, no, though. No. Like, I think some people overthought that. Because he did make some splash plays in college and do that. But, like, playing against Big 12 D-linemen is different than playing against the Ravens D-line. A little bit. Little Matt bit. Judon will chase you down. <laughs> yeah. He's real good. Um, so, Like you said, I can see him. If you put him at 15, I'd be like, eh. If you put him at 25, I'd be like, probably should be higher. But. You He's in that range. You don't really have a great argument anywhere in between. Because there's a lot of – between the super young guys who are like Baker and some of the older quarterbacks who you've kind of seen, they're all in the same like jumbled up mess in the middle of the league. So that's kind of where I have them. Um, yeah, I got Carr 24 and – Did you have a 23? Tannehill. All right, I have Burrow at 23 and I have Herbert at 24. And those two I flip-flop every day. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they're both – Extremely talented. Herbert's a little more talented. Burrow's a little more ready now. Burrow's been through adversity, too, which you see a lot with the really, really good NFL mm-hmm. quarterbacks is a big deal. Started Ohio State, couldn't win the job from Haskins. Scott Frost told him no. <laughs> transfers, wasn't greatest first year at LSU, and then absolutely exploded. And to me, that's also scary, though. Yes, because he's got, he's got one year. great year. It was a very, very great year. The greatest than, year yes. of all time. And he threw some absolute dimes in the end this year. Like yeah. they were some I, I get LSU's receivers are fantastic. No, yeah, he made some throws that were hard throws. Yeah, and he still put those in the breadbasket where most receivers would make that catch, but those guys were absolutely gonna make that it. It wasn't catch. like Watson against Alabama a few years ago mm-hmm. where like they were fifty fifty balls. And Mike Williams was like, I'm better than you. Yeah. It was more <clears throat> accurate, deep, on the money. Um Herbert's a better athlete too, and Herbert did not have great weapons at Oregon this or year. a great offensive line. Like so, yeah. it's tough to. It's a lot harder to gauge what Herbert could do. Mm-hmm. Like I think Burroughs will actually take number one, and Herbert will be in that inside the top five to ten. But I think Herbert down the stretch, down the road, might be in but being better than Burroughs. And part of that might be because Burroughs is going to Cincinnati. A hot take: I don't think Burrow ends up in Cincinnati. You don't? No, I don't think they're dumb enough to trade out that pick. I think that they're smart enough to trade out the pick. I think someone's going to offer him a ton. 
a ridiculously stupid amount. Dolphins offer all three of their first round picks. Something like that. Like <laughs> I think that I think it'll either be the Dolphins. I think that the Panthers with Tepper too, because he's shown that he loves to be aggressive, and they mm-hmm. have Brady now as their coach. Not their coach, coach, but their he's quarterbacks coach. Yeah, I thought he was their quarterbacks coach. He's their OC. Okay, well OC even more. I think he's OC and quarterback, but OC is probably what you should go with. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like when the Giants hired Joe Judge. Like, oh, he's receivers coach. He's also the special teams coordinator. Like, we should probably lead with that and not receivers coach because the receivers weren't very good. So that's really misleading. But their special teams were amazing. So. Yes, like, and he's been the special teams coordinator for a couple of years now. This was his first year as receiver coach. Like, that it was, was the same thing. Who they say it was one of Andy Reid's assistants. Where he made him, it might have been Peterson, where he made him something else too. Like yeah. He made him like a quarterback coach with the offensive coordinator to show like, hey, this guy can do multiple things. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, <laughs> I don't even remember how we got up on that tangent. Oh, yeah, I think one of those will make a huge splash for Burrow. And I, if you're Cincinnati, they have so many holes. They have so many holes. They do. Yes. And you can get Herbert at seven with three first-round picks. I think you'd be smarter to take that than to not take it. I get that. There's also going to be pressure. I know this is not football-related, but he is an Ohio guy, hometown here. That's, that's just, I get that might not be the most – As a GM, you shouldn't factor that in. You shouldn't, but they're also Cincinnati, and they're also that type of organization. I, that I think that Mike Brown, would, their owner – They're, they're not, good. not very good, no. He was not a very good owner. Um, also, quick shout-out to Marvin Lewis for being at least competent during this whole time there with yeah. terrible ownership. I talked about. I still back my decision of it was time to fire Marvin Lewis. That's fair, but I think that it was more not Marvin Lewis's fault than mm-hmm. I than I noticed at the time. Yes, Marvin Lewis was confident enough to. Leave now I wish he would have got fired earlier, so we, I could have seen him somewhere else. To be honest. That's fair. So Marvin Lewis, I think we all were a little hard on him for Cincinnati's playoff failures when it was a miracle he was able to get that franchise to the playoffs multiple times. Yeah, when it comes out like they don't even they can't even use their full salary cap like they don't have an indoor practice facility. Yeah, like this the NFL makes bank every year and you can't build like that's ridiculous. It's like, crazy. That's incompetence to the highest level. Like the Browns in Cincinnati and the Spanos and with the Chargers are two of the cheapest owners in the league. Like Mark Davis wants to spend money, he just don't have it for the Raiders. Yeah, they will now, though. <laughs> yeah, going to Vegas, they'll get some cash inflow. But, like, those two are just – they like to keep their own money. Like They make it, and they just pocket it. Yeah. They don't put it back in the organization. <laughs> so they, they don't pay their coaches anything. They don't pay their training staff anything. Like, it's just a bad – it's just bad. Yeah. So. That's why they hired Zach Taylor. Because they could pay him <laughs> less than hiring Why do you think the Chargers hired Anthony Lynn? They don't have to pay him anything. Yeah. But he actually ended up being a way better coach than he should have been. I just don't think he's very good, but I digress. That's why they hired Mike McCoy in the past. I still think Lynn's better than probably that I give him credit for. Yeah, but I don't for sure better than you give him credit for. <laughs> Where do you have Rivers on your list? Just kind of curious. He did not make the list. Ooh. I do not think he will play next year. Really? Yeah. See, I think he might end up in Tampa. See, if you're Tampa and you go after Rivers instead of Tom Brady, that's stupid. I don't care where you think Tom Brady's at. Rivers is below that. Well, I don't know if I don't know if Brady will go to Tampa. But like, You're just getting an older Jameis Winston if you get <laughs> Philip Rivers. A older, less athletic, a little more accurate Jameis Winston. I think he might end up going because you've seen Bruce Arians in the past work with older quarterbacks who like to push ball on the field and at work. I.e. Carson Palmer in Arizona. Hey, Carson Palmer, don't put Carson Palmer and Philip Rivers in the same. That's, that's, that's absolutely fair. Like, you I know mean, I'm not I, a Rivers guy. I'm a, I'm a Rivers guy more than you're a Rivers yes. guy. and. But I think Carson Bruce Palmer Arians was just—he was gifted. so good. Very T.J. Hushmanzada says he's the best quarterback he's ever played with. Yes, 
Like he threw the most catchable ball. And I mean, he's worked out with Tom Brady. He's worked out with all he, Manning, all of them. Yes. Say Carson Palmer's better than all of them. <clears throat> we'll get into that conversation later. Where do you have Winston on your list? Is he on your list? He is. He's a thirty. <laughs> so you wait, have, where are we you at? We're. I don't know. I just kind of lost track. I said so. twenty-four was Herbert. Who do you have at twenty-four? Did you already say that? Carr. Yeah. Okay. So twenty-five. I had Rivers. I have Trubisky. I also don't know what to do with all the young guys coming in. So I totally I I titled it the Mitchell Trubisky line. That's whether you would take a young quarterback or keep what you got. And if you'd rather take the young quarterback, you're below the Mitchell Trubisky line. If you'd rather have the guy you got, you're above the Mitchell Trubisky line. And honestly, because he's right there, I would probably take of the young guys because I didn't really put any of the young guys in my list because I didn't know where to put them. But I would take Herbert, Tua, Burrows, Jones, all and Winston all over Trubisky. I would take Trubisky over Winston. I like Winston more than Trubisky. At least I know Trubisky's not going to lose me as many games as Winston is. You're not. You're not. You're wrong there. So it kind of depends where. You're, but I think Winston can move the ball. If Trubisky was on the Bucks, that I feel like they'd be a borderline playoff team. I think Nag. I think if. But I also think if Winston was with Nagy in Chicago, Nagy could reel in his interceptions a little bit. True. I mean, it's all about. So that's, it's all. It's all kind of like. But you would. You would have thought that with Arians though too, right? But with the way the area like to throw the ball on the field, I think he's okay with an interception here or there. But 30? That's why I said here or there. <laughs> he had like the seven pick sixes this year. I'm sure Arians lit into Winston. I think Winston does have some issues with judgment, and he's not a, I don't think he can see half the time because the way some of his passes go. Like, I think he has vision issues. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Trubisky, like Winston, hit or miss with him. Uh, do you have Mariota anywhere on your list, or are you are you out completely? I'm out. I don't. I have listed the top thirty-two with Ross Roethlisberger below the line. Saying <laughs> it's Andrew, yeah. Do you have Jacoby Brissett in your list? I do. I'm a twenty-six. Okay. And then I have, so I'll just read off the rest of them. I have twenty-six Brissett, twenty-seven Tannehill, twenty-eight Foles, twenty-nine Haskins, thirty Winston, thirty-one Newton, thirty-two Jake Fromm. You would take Haskins over Winston. Yes. Interesting. I, I know what Winston is. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, quick hypothetical here. If Alex Smith is healthy, where do you put him on this list? If you're not playing for a year and a half. Okay. First of all, I don't think Alex Smith will ever return to being the quarterback that he is. That's fair. Ron Rivera did say if Alex Smith is healthy, he's probably the starting quarterback. I would agree, but I don't. That injury is so hard. It's very gruesome. Like, Alex Smith legitimately almost was not able to walk. They almost had to cut off his leg. That's fair. Yes, you're not wrong. If he comes back and he is the same quarterback that he was, which I do not foresee happening, I would probably put him right at that, like, 20 through 22 range. I have Locke, Love, and Mayfield. I'd probably take him above Mayfield. And I'd question whether I'd take him over a prospect because of how old he is, sure. and coming off an injury. Sure. I, I think it right now. If but actually on far. this list, I would not take him. That's fair. That's, that's, that's very fair because of the injury history and he's yeah. older. And he used – Not the injury history, just that – like I'm not – The, in, the injury, One yes. injury is yeah. so – it's so gruesome, it's so bad. And he's a guy who will use his legs more to move the ball down. Like he can run a little bit, so that takes that away a little bit. But if we had a backup ranking, he would be number one. That's fair. That's I think Alex Smith would be a fantastic backup anywhere because you saw what he did as a starter for one year helping Mahomes. Like you saw how great he was with him. Yeah. Whenever he knew Mahomes was taking his job rather quickly. So that's our thirty-two. I'm sure 
we'll probably revisit this before the season starts next year because we'll know where the young guys are at. And see, that doesn't factor in though because I put them in a vacuum. I know it didn't factor. It will factor in for me though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I didn't know where to put these young guys because honestly, at I this, mean, because if you have Burrow this, going to Cincinnati, he's probably in the thirty-one, thirty-two right now. And at this point, I want to see how they look. In the combine, in the offseason, before the draft workouts and stuff. So like basically, that. yeah, this is my projection of where they'll be after that. Like, okay, that's because I think that I want a little more information. Bryce Love will be a combine. Woo! Yes. He will show you everything he's got. And, and just like in all honesty, I did not watch enough college football this year because I had to work a lot on Saturdays. And so I know did you I. did too. So like, but I, I still studied the quarterback. That's fair. I have not been able to look at the Turo, the Tua, the Burrows, the Herbert. I saw a lot more of Tua and Burrows because they played. In the SEC, like, but like Herbert and Oregon, I didn't get to watch a whole lot of Oregon games because they're on super late. Yeah, it's, it's just the way it was. I didn't watch any Bryce Love. He played for Utah State. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I think I watched part of a quarter in their bowl game against Kent State. We talked about this earlier. I watched him play LSU, and he just he did things that even though like they didn't necessarily represent stats or because it's receivers. I mean, they could not get open. You saw LSU yep. play in the national championship; like their corners were. Elite. Very good. Very good. You can imagine Utah State's receivers playing against them. But he made plays to where he would get out of the pocket, scramble around, find an open guy. Just enough plays where I saw flashes mm-hmm. to where if he had that talent around him all the time, I feel like he'd be and Honestly, you saw – I don't want to compare him to Mahomes because Mahomes is an alien. Um, but Mahomes, his junior year, they played LSU in a bowl. And it was just Mahomes saying, I got to make something out of absolute nothing every yeah. play. Like, he got the snap, and there were three Tigers in his face. And even Texas Tech has more than Utah yes. State has. And Mahomes just had to be like, well, bleep it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. I'm just going to do whatever I can. And that's with him having a good offensive coach with him. Yeah, with I don't know him too much Bird. about Utah State's offensive system or anything. I, as I said, I didn't watch the Aggies of Utah State play. This I, like year. I said, when I watched them play LSU, there wasn't any system going on. <laughs> so that's what our top quarterbacks going into 2020. Um, and again, just like my list from last year, I like quarterbacks who can improvise a little bit more, which is why my top four, Mahomes, Wilson, Watson, Wentz, with Rodgers at six. Like the only like standing quarterback I have there is Breeze. He might be a little high. I might have to revisit that. But. I, I put out a note for my rankings from last year. Which is the real Breeze, the one you saw in the regular season or the one you saw in the playoffs? Because, every, okay, I tweeted this out, and everyone talked about Brady falling off a cliff. Breeze's playoff game was abysmal. It wasn't good. And I do give um, Zimmer for the Vikings a little credit for that because he's a very good defensive mind. I, so I give I, him a little credit with so that. So here's the credit I but give. But at the same point, Breeze was bad. What he did was he said – we're going to take away all the underneath stuff. Yes. And you throw it deep. They couldn't do it. And Breeze couldn't make the throw. Like, A, Vikings defensive line's really good. So he didn't have a lot the linebackers are very fast. To make the, like, the yeah. deep throws down the field. But the few that he got off, they didn't look good. Um, my note next to Breeze last year, who I had seven. So I moved him up, but also, like, Big Ben went down. Luck retired. Probably the reason why he moved up. Um, I saw a few kings in his armor at the end of last year. Arm starting to fade. Still elite mentally. That was my reasoning. Yeah. I think that's still pretty fair at this point. Yeah, just more kinks in the armor, but still yes. elite mentally. So, yeah, that's where I kind of have it. I think that we're going to take a lot of heat for still Lamar Jackson not being in the top five. Yeah, probably. That's fine. I don't care. People call me a hater. All right, but if here's, here's what I'm saying. If you're going to give me crap about Lamar Jackson, at least listen to our points about yes. the accuracy being just not quite to where it needs to be at a high NFL level. Also, and, take note that I would pick him third if I get to put him in Greg Roman's 
that's fair. That's a, that's a very big uh, differentiating factor with that. So, all right. Or, yeah. yeah. Andy Reid's system. He'd be pretty fun to watch in that, though, too. So I think Andy Reid will develop anything for any quarterback he has. I mean, he's one with McNabb, Smith, Nick Foles, Mahomes. Yeah. Um, Kevin Cobb won a few games with him. I mean, like, he can mold his offense to fit any quarterback in their strengths and weaknesses. Like, he does keep some things, if your quarterback's not as talented, back a little. He, he reels the offense in a little bit because he knows they can't handle it. Mahomes, he's like, everything's open. <laughs> like, we can do whatever we want here because he's like, you want to throw a 60 yard fly to Tyreek? I bet. You want to throw a wheel route to Anthony Sherman? We can do that. Like, anything he wants to do with it, it's fantastic. Because he also knows, I think, that if the play does break down, he can just home can wing it a little bit and save yeah. him. They're they're very good yin and yang with that stuff because I think Andy in his nature is a bit conservative, and Mahomes is not at all. No. So they balance each other out perfectly in that situation. All right. So while we're still talking about this year, the current until we yeah. get to the past, who? What's your Super Bowl prediction, Dev? I do think the Chiefs win. I am. Not this is definitely the hardest playoff game because the Niners are very good. Just so they're this is the one team the Chiefs have played that I think has the more talented roster than the Chiefs. Hmm. Maybe not offensive skill wise, but like their line play is as good, if not way better, than the Chiefs in certain places. And I think they're also schematically really good, especially on offense. So I'm scared, but I think the Chiefs do win because they have Mahomes. Score? 30-27. All right, so I would disagree with your point that they're more talented. They definitely have a better line. But outside of that, I mean, because if you're talking receivers. Chiefs have the receivers. If you're talking defensive backs, they have Sherman, but I would much rather have our safeties. Yeah, that's fair. With Thornhill out, it's kind of, it gets a little more. Matthew's just a difference maker. But Matthew is so good. And then I – I mean, Ward's really good. He has some mental lapses every once in a while, but I got their front seven's better, but our back four is probably better oh, slightly. Yeah. But I think our front seven is has closer than better. most people act like. It's played a lot better lately. I mean, their D line, the D tackles have played a lot better lately. The D ends. Like I'm not going to sit here and say Kansas City's front seven's better because no, it's not. not. The Niners are just elite there, but it's closer. And I would take our offensive line. Depends over, on what good. you want to do. Our offensive line is better pass blocking. Theirs is much better run blocking. So it's kind of your what your flavor is because like they've been really good run blocking line this year. Tight ends is a push. I I like Kelsey more, but Kittle is also a man. All right, hold up. You got a minute. <laughs> I got one minute. Yeah, I'm gonna make this real clear to you. Anybody out there who sits there and tells me that George that Kittle is better than Travis Kelsey because he's a better blocker, you don't know. You don't sit there and watch blocking highlights of George Kittle. You're going off some guy that told you on Twitter that Kittle is better blocker than Travis Kelsey. Because I've watched Travis Kelsey block a lot of times. It's pretty good. I've watched Kittle block. He is more of a power blocker, but Kelsey makes more impact blocks too. So like, yeah, Kelsey's not. A you bad don't blocker. watch enough film to tell me that he's better. Don't give me that when you tell me Kelsey that. is not Zach Ertz blocking. We'll say that like Zach Ertz is not a good blocker for the Eagles. Yeah, no, but Kelsey is a confident blocker. He just is. My only point is you don't watch the film. You What's your know. prediction? Uh. 31-28. So we're pretty similar there. Chiefs winning? Yeah. Yay. I okay. can't. I can't. I couldn't. Actually, I'm going to go 31-24. Okay. All right. When we come back, we'll have the best quarterback since 2020. <laughs>